Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to quarantine question time number four. What's up? If you can hear a little munching in the background, it's because true to form, Bim has decided that this is the episode she wants to interrupt. <laughs> so she's having some food in the background. So if you hear it, I'm sorry, but we need to record now. She needs to eat. There is no room for compromise here. No. Question number one. Okay. Comes from at creative underscore cat 68. Okay. When did you get married? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting that back at you. See if you remember. Twenty fifth of October. Yes. What year? Or was it the twenty fourth? Or was it the twenty fourth? That's a good question. Now, oh, one know. of those two days. It was either one of those days in two thousand and nineteen. Yes. Well, I think yeah. we got quite a few wedding questions, actually, or marriage questions. Um, we got married. Dan proposed to me drunk when he came in from the pub one night. I didn't realised that he was being serious. I'm really sorry if I just burped down the, <laughs> burped down the mic then. I'm drinking beer and it just... He just got sick a little bit in his mouth at the memory of getting married to me. That's what it was. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. So Dan came home drunk from the pub one night. We had no intention of getting married or I had no desire. To, I didn't think I had any desire to get married, more importantly. Uh, we had never really talked about getting married. And then Dan came home from the pub one night really drunk and asked me to marry him. And I was like, oh my God, yes, yeah, shut up and go sleep. Like, leave me alone. Stop asking me questions. And then the next morning, I was like, oh, I feel like he might have been serious. And I just shot him down because he was tipsy. So then I was like, did you mean it? And he was like, yes, let's get married. I bawled. <laughs> As someone who said, I'm not really bothered about the institution of marriage. <laughs> it's a social norm that I just don't really desire to be a part of. And then we decided to just go away the two was and get married. We did. And that was what we did. We went to a registry office in yep. Brighton, grabbed two randoms from a cafe called Emma and, and Dave. Dave. Emma and yep. Dave, if you're listening, thanks very much. Yep. Can't remember your last name. Appreciate it. I think it was really, Smith, actually. I feel like I might have been. Yeah. Thank you for being our witnesses. Yeah. And then we drank loads of cocktails and ate some food. Yes. And that was it. And that was and we, it. When we went to the aquarium in the following morning. Yeah, which was very exciting for me. I love yeah, an aquarium. So that was that was our wedding. It was. And people did decide what or people did ask why we decided to do it that way. I am a very anxious person and if we had had a traditional wedding, I definitely would have had the worst day of my life. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I mean, getting married to me is probably the worst day of your life anyway, so that's yeah. not make it any worse by having people there. <laughs> but I would I I vomit when I'm really anxious and I would have spent the day vomiting. I would have had the worst day of my life, so I decided I can't do that. <laughs> and you were you were quite like, let's just do whatever. Yeah. If I think if I had said I want a massive Irish wedding, you would have been like, okay. Yep, I would have. But I didn't. So yeah, 
that was why we decided to do it the way that we did. Uh, question two. Is. What are both of your all-time favourite TV shows? And that comes from Alice underscore H27. Wow. I feel like mine changes a lot. Like, mine's quite... Frequently changing. Would you want me to do mine then? Because I know what mine is. Yes, do yours first and I'll, I'll give you an array. <laughs> mine, my number one is The Simpsons. Because I loved it so much when I was a kid. And I started rewatching it again. Because it's on Disney Plus. And it's just so funny still. Like as an adult, I'm like... Oh, these are all the jokes I didn't get when I was a kid. Like, loved it. Love it. Love The Simpsons. Big fan. Big fan of The Simpsons. What about you? Um, I think... What about at the moment, even? So, there's lots of programs that I really enjoy. And it doesn't take a lot. Because I'm just very easily pleased in life in general. Um, it, with, like, media and stuff like that. It doesn't take a lot to, like, it, hook me. Because it's escapism for me, I think. Um, from your terrible marriage (laughs) (laughs) not at all Um, but I there are certain shows that I can re-watch and those three are Portlandia which is probably one of my favourite little geeky comedies Uh, Community which I just love yes Community yes and finally a little show called The League which I have watched. I think I only discovered it about two years ago and I've watched the entire series four times in two years on Netflix, but it's not on Netflix anymore. But that is just, it's my kind of potty humour mixed with sport and and it's just, it's great. I'd love it. I agree with you on Community. Community is a great TV show and I also want to give a special mention to Spaced. Oh, Spaced. Yeah, how yes. could I forget Spaced? Spaced is a great show. I, I think I've watched and rewatched Spaced so many times. And the all-time classic, obviously, Black Books. Yeah. Like, if you haven't I seen I prefer it. Spaced. I, I actually, I do have to say, I think I prefer Spaced as well. Yeah. No, Spaced is a classic. and I can't believe I forgot that, actually. I was just thinking more sort of American stuff, actually. But yeah, that's Spaced is, is, is an absolute classic. Question number three comes from at Lola underscore three. Recommendations for staying sane during quarantine. Routine. Yeah, I agree. Make, if even if you're not like writing a schedule, discuss, if you've got people to discuss with, what your schedule for the day is going to look like and the things that you hope to achieve. Even if they're really mundane things, so you just mm. want to complete that level on Final Fantasy Seven, that's fine. Just set yourself... Yeah, or if it's even like, I'm going to go for a bath and read two chapters of my book. That's what I'm going to do today. I was, at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, yes, routine. I am a queen. And I had about two, two, three weeks of like handling it really well. And then this week I found it really hard because I let that routine slip. So my thing is, okay, I need to get back into a routine and just manage it that way. And I think as much as you can sort of understanding what kind of person you are, and if you are a person that has left, lived a very social existence prior to lockdown, then make sure you are communicating with people that you love and like to hang with. And if vice versa, if you are a um, little hermit crab like me, make sure you do little things that still allow you to communicate and don't use this as an excuse to just isolate yourself completely, which would be my gut reaction. Yeah, you're just like, sorry, I can't talk, talk to anybody at all. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so it's just managing yourself, I think, and your time. That's my tip. Question number four comes from, I think it's Neve Hall. Have you had any paranormal experiences since starting the podcast? Now, we need to address, there's a number of questions that have come in about the weird stuff that's been happening in the house. Well, we spoke about it, didn't we? We did. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And that's about it. Like, the house is weird at the moment. But it's probably because we're here more than we ordinarily are. Yeah. And and everybody else's as well. I'm I'm still not convinced that half the stuff that I've put down to being weird is actually not just someone from next door. It's just not a sound we've heard before from them. Like... Yeah. Everybody's at home. So we live in a terraced house. So we've got people either side of us. And we're in a big block of terraced houses. And the entire terrace is at home the whole time we are. Yeah. So we're hearing potentially hearing noises that we've never heard before. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I was a little bit more sort of like weirded out by it the last time we asked this question. I'm a little bit more settled on it now. I think. Question number five comes from Red Ooze Three Or. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What kind of music are you into? Uh, I have a very eclectic range of music that I like. And it largely depends on what I'm feeling like. And I know that most people say they have an eclectic music taste, but I think mine is really bizarre, actually. Yeah, if you get into Dan's car at any point, it'll be like screamo and then country music and then take that and then then jojo randomly like and and you know beyonce gets a good listen in the car as well or it can be like emo music from the early 2000s it's it's literally everything except musicals yeah and i'm not a massive classical music fan but it's probably just because i haven't really given it a lot of time i'm sure if i found something that i like then i'd be into it i think probably for me like i grew up as a sort of pop punk head really so oh that's that would be the genre that i always go back to um so it's things like newfound glory and stuff like that and more modern stuff like neck deep but then i like i like rancid and i like bad religion but i also i do really like beyonce like (laughs) like really like beyonce so lemonade i think is one of the greatest albums of the last few years love lemonade as an album um i do like take that i love florida georgia line i like johnny cash I like Bruce Springsteen. So yeah. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. It's just a wide, wide range yeah. of music. And I think like I, when I was younger, I think my taste was the same, but I think I felt like I couldn't like certain things. Whereas now I'm just like, if I like it, I like it. Don't care what anybody else thinks. Love Beyonce. Love that Jojo song. Yeah, you do. Love Whitney Houston. Got to dance with somebody. <laughs> 
I love um, I, I'm I'm quite similar I love a, a big range of music but I, I just love stuff that I can sing to so musical songs like Les Mis is my all time favourite musical I love it Jersey Boys is my close second so give me a musical soundtrack and I will I will be happy uh, question six favourite food as a kid from Megan has 88 so my favourite dish is a what I later found out an adult was my mum putting together the stuff she had left, <laughs> which was known as Frankfurter pasta, which is just pasta, tomato soup, Frankfurters and cheese. And then if there are any vegetables going, they go in it as well. And that's all it is. Like, it's basic. But, man, is it good comfort food. I could eat a whole tray of that easy. But then that's such a kid thing, isn't it? Yeah. Where it's like your mum is inventing <laughs> dinner is because of lack of finances and yeah. not wanting to waste anything and yeah. you're like yes yeah so I, that's hands down my favorite was my favorite food as a kid we used to have some well like we did when we got a bit older and a bit more settled financially my mum and dad used to do something called saturday specials where we basically just got to choose what junk food we had on saturday we're not like takeaway but from the supermarket so like i'd have a pizza and someone else would have like some fried chicken or something like that and that was a treat but frankfurter pasta any time that was on the menu i'm there well when i was a kid i used to love two things i used to love my mum's bacon and cabbage dinner which is a very irish thing it's gammon and cabbage and like potatoes and gravy or white sauce or whatever i used to love it that was my favorite dinner and i used to love when i would go to my nana's and i'd have dinner at my nana's because my nana lived on butter and salt <laughs> like how she survived to the age that she did i do not know but she used to make like the most outrageously good dinners and the most outrageously good mashed potatoes so if i could go back and enjoy that food because we we lived in the countryside like we didn't have access to like takeaways and stuff and i don't think my mum would have had the money even if we did have access to stuff like that we didn't have takeaways no we we just never never did it just wasn't it wasn't available. We so might that have done occasionally, it. but it wasn't like a thing. Like the Saturday specials was about getting the food that you like from the supermarket, the junk yeah. food you like from the supermarket, and being allowed to eat it. Um, but I did love as well on our birthdays. Um, so you you need to have a little birthday party. So we, you know, I'd have a birthday party in my house, and my mum would make chips and sausages, but she'd make the chips from. Nice. like potatoes do you know what I mean and I'd be like oh my god I'm getting chips and I'd be so excited about getting <laughs> chips and it just, like it's those it's it's kind of the innocence that comes with it really more so than the food itself I have no love for chips no love for chips and what's your favourite food now I still pasta or pizza I I just the Italian diet for me is, is everything stunning. Yeah. pasta, pizza, ice cream don't need anything else boom I love sushi. Yes, you do. So much. Like, I love sushi. And we were, we're meant to be in, right now when we're filming this, or filming this, recording this, we're meant to be in Japan. And I, the thing I'm most disappointed about is the lack of sushi I'm currently having, that I'm not in Japan. <laughs> like, I will gladly, I don't work on a Tuesday, for example, I will gladly go downtown for a stroll and have some sushi on my own, because I just love it so much. It is great. Sushi is the best. Uh, a good independent or a good family-owned Italian restaurant is life. Mm. That one that shut down that we went to, that nobody else went oh, to. Oh, yes. And we so were talking good. last night about um, going to Rome. And our reason for going was just to eat. 
<laughs> there was no like, oh, I really want to see the Colosseum or I want to see the Vatican. Like I've been to Rome uh, quite a few times, but I was like, yeah, we can have really good pizza and really good pasta, and really good ice cream. It's just a bit like when I was in Naples, just the food was just like so accessible. Like you go into like what would be equivalent of our fish shop, I guess, and get like really good pizza for nothing. Yeah. Or those, I can't even remember what they're called, like the little cones of street food that they sell. This really near, it's quite niche to Neapolitan, but it's like deep fried stuff that they, sh- they serve in a cone. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, so good. Everything I, everything I ate in Naples was good. The food in Barcelona was good, but everything I ate in Naples was amazing. There was, a, a, the last time I was in Naples, there was a billboard advertisement campaign that was just a woman eating a bowl of mozzarella like an apple. And I was like, there's me. <laughs> I could have done that campaign I have done that many you times. wouldn't even need to pay me for it like just pay me in mozzarella and I'd be happy oh. um, question at number seven do you believe every paranormal story you get told and that comes from Chersaris 26 um, we've answered this question it's not necessarily that I think I, I personally believe that everyone believes the stories they send in do you know what I mean like it's their truth it might not necessarily be that I think oh my God, that was definitely paranormal. But they believed it was paranormal. So that's it. That's I, that's the truth I need. I believe every story. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even lying. <laughs> Question eight. If you could time travel, would you risk messing with history or would you just watch it unfold as it was? And that comes from inbloom underscore art. So I've played Command and Conquer Red Alert when someone goes back in time and assassinates Hitler. And all I know, all that, that happens is that Stalin becomes Hitler. So I would not mess with history based off of that computer game because obviously that is truth. Um, I'd really like to go back in time and just observe. Like, I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah. Because I'm such a, I'm such a like, you know, I get so invested in movies and like TV shows and even books. Like the ability to just be able to like jump back to the fifties and just check out what's going on, or you know, have a little look at other stuff would just be amazing. I don't think I'd go very far back in time though, because all the stuff that, like like again, it's like it's a bit of a paradox. But I, at uni, I did modern history, and so all the sort of all the stuff that interests me is sort of like World War Two, post World War Two, like World yeah. War Two and post World War Two. That's the stuff I'm interested in. So I don't think I'd even go that far back in history. Obviously, it is far back because you know. 20 years ago was a millennium um but i wouldn't even go that far back but there's so much stuff i'd want to see like i'd love to go to i'd love to go to woodstock and just watch just see what woodstock was like i'd love to go to you know i'd love to see some of the civil rights marches i'd love to see um i'd love to see what london was like in the swinging 60s you know that all that kind of thing like i'd love to just but i wouldn't want to inter i wouldn't really want to interact because i just i'd be too paranoid about doing something but i'd love to just have the ability to just be able to be a spirit see i couldn't i couldn't be trusted with that ability no, to go back in time couldn't. no so i'm gonna have to opt out of this one because i'd go back in time and fuck everything up even if even, yeah i'd be like oh i'm gonna go back in time and i'm not gonna inter- interfere i'd fall over yeah and cause some sort of disaster because I, I'm the clumsiest person alive. Dan is laughing because I just fall over all of the time. And I definitely would inadvertently cause something. Or I'd forget I was in the past. Somebody would say something I didn't like. And I'd be like, sorry, you can't speak to her like that. Yep. And then I'd be like, oh. Or you'd forget how to get back. That too. Yeah, <laughs> I might be stuck in the past. Um, question number nine. Does Tiny Bims know that she is the sovereign queen of all of our hearts? And that comes from at 
trash underscore dweller. I don't know if she knows that far in terms of the sphere, but she definitely knows that she is in charge in this house. We have found yeah. that out over the last couple of days. 100% she knows. She is just playing a game with us her entire existence. But yeah. I'm all right with that because I feel like her existence prior to us was not great. So if she's, you know, if she's living her best life right now, I'm good with it. And question 10. If you could be a ghost, what kind of ghost would you be? At Cambry Smith. I'd be the worst kind of ghost. Not in terms of evil, we're just pathetic. I kind of want to be like a wailing Victorian woman with a veil on. I want to be. That's the, what I'm into. I want to be the first reported ghost in the shell suit. I know I don't currently own one, but potentially, if I'm, you know, if I know I'm going to die, I might go and purchase one and just die in it. Okay, fair. Just so I can be that shell suit ghost. I feel like somebody sent us in a story. Not particularly about a shell suit ghost, but about a ghost in modern dress yeah, for no, that had, reason. We had one quite recently. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. But um, yeah, I'd I'd want to be like a wailing Victorian ghost. I'm just kind of into it. Like, it's a vibe. I'd want to be that ghost that everybody thinks is a real person and then just disappears. <laughs> that would be so cool. Like the milkman in Canterbury. Yeah. It's not real. It is real. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a photo of him next time we're allowed out. We will be answering 10 more quarantine questions next week. And see you next week. See ya. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns